This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Therapeutic Associates Physical Therapy, your partner in health. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. McDowell's Specialty Repair, Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle & Cook Mortgage LLC. Stop by their location at 512 North 13th Street in Boise. Online at sboyle.castlecookmortgage.com. And now here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall. Well, welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is a guest host today, Joan Endicott, and I get to turn the microphone and actually interview Skip Hall because he's got so many wonderful things coming up, and we're excited to hear about his and Virginia's life, what's going on right now. So, Skip, thanks for joining me today well, in your studio. <laughs> Joan, it's a pleasure to be on Game Plan for Life. <laughs> I knew you'd love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I love it, too, because you're you're the host today, and I uh, really appreciate all you do. And we'll have a show coming up uh, where we're going to turn the tables back, where I'll interview you. So <laughs> I'm going to get even with you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> it's going to be great. So yeah. I'm very excited. First of all, I know listeners want an update on how you and Virginia are doing just overall in life. And you've mentioned, uh, you know, when you talk about all that you have been through in the last a uh, couple years, the amazing grace and grit. Yes. I love that. So yeah, tell us about yeah, that. Yeah. Well, um, Virginia, a lot of our listeners probably know this, but Virginia had a stroke. It was actually about three years ago. And uh, we were packing to go on a trip to Phoenix. We were going to spend a week down there and just kind of kick back and enjoy some of our friends. Uh, we had lived there for eight years. But as we were packing that morning in January, January 24th mm. of 2018, why all of a sudden Virginia said, started complaining about her arm, her arm and her shoulder. And I thought maybe she had done something, you know, with her neck. And I was going to call the physical therapist. Um, but as I sat her down, why all of a sudden her speech just went all over the place. She just made no sense at all. And. I knew exactly what was going on, so I quickly called 911. They were there in just a matter of minutes. They took her to the hospital, and there's two types of stroke. There's there's the block, where something gets blocked, and they can actually give you something at the hospital if you get there soon enough to kind of help break that up. And then the other type is the bleed, and with a brain bleed, there's nothing that they can do. Mm. They can't give you anything because that just make it worse. So they have to kind of wait for the, for the bleeding to stop on its own. But the problem became that there was a lot of pressure beginning to build up in her brain, the blood pressure that's, that's pressing on her brain. So they made a decision. Actually, I had two, two uh, neurosurgeons come in. The first one, we had our whole, our whole family was there. 
And the first one gave us uh, a prognosis that was basically uh, either death or confined for life and not have a life. Mm. We didn't like that option. So I called my neurosurgeon uh, and I asked him if he could come and give us a second opinion, which he did the next morning. And he brought a guy with him that was a brain surgeon, really gifted and skilled. Uh, We're fortunate to have people like that in Boise. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, we've got another option. We can uh, drill a small hole in the side of her head and uh, uh, take out as much blood as possible to take the pressure off the brain. And, you know, the other neurosurgeon wanted to cut the top of her scalp off. And I thought, she's not going to want to have her hair messed up. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> So, no, just kidding there. But anyway, we, uh, we, went, we went for the second opinion, and he, he did it that, that afternoon. And uh, she slowly got better and better and better. And was able to transfer then into you know a hospital room and then into a, a, a another facility where she started a lot of her rehab Aspen it's called and it's a wonderful facility it's a subacute facility and then she transferred over to uh, the Elks was at the Elks a couple of weeks doing in you know in-house uh, therapy and then she came home and doing out you know out uh, what do they call it now? Not out call, but out going in from outpatient. the outpatient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she goes in as an outpatient, and she's still doing that to this day. And and so, but she has been uh, just a tremendous uh, and courageous woman. And it was grace, the grace of God that saved her because she was mm-hmm. touch and go. I mean, it could have gone either way. So by the grace of God, he, he elected to save her. And then by her own grit, I mean, she has worked awfully hard. You've seen yes, her. Yes, I mean, my goodness. She is a warrior woman is what she is. Yeah, she's, she's remarkable. She's worked awfully hard, and uh, she's to the point now where, where she can she walks with a cane. She talks pretty good. In fact, she's getting real good at telling me what to do. <laughs> you go, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, of course, our family is just so grateful and thankful mm-hmm. that we have her around uh, yeah, and she, you know, she's she's still got a long way to go. We don't know how far uh, she'll be able to recover or how long that'll take. But uh, you know, her attitude is great. She's as joyful as you can believe. I yes, mean, she just she she's is smiling. Remarkable. Yes, I have never seen her not smiling, even yeah. no matter how tough it's yeah. been. Yeah. That's just such a huge testimony. Yeah, and you know, Joan, she has influenced. You know, the doctors, the nurses, the caregivers, I mean, all the people she's worked worked with her, Right. she's had a, a huge influence on them. Yes, absolutely. So it's been a ministry of sorts for her. Yes, and it seems like your family, I mean, your family was already close, but what did that do as your family has gone through this to... Uh, it's we all we all can know that this is possible or that you know death is a part of life and struggles and challenges but when it happens uh i've seen families either have like totally disconnect from each other or draw closer and talk about what your family has been able to do through this yeah when when virginia had her stroke why it was like our family just glued together i mean everybody was there and just you know couldn't do much but pray 
I sent out an email to a lot of or a text to a lot of people. We we need prayer. We need prayer. I got and, one of those uh, yeah, texts. Yeah, yes. and obviously people responded and uh, in a mighty way. And but our family, I mean, I can't say enough uh, positive things about how our family came together, and and rallied around her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, each one had different things, roles to play, and things to do, and. You know they've they covered uh, a lot of bases for us, and uh, and she you know as she became more aware of what's going on around her, why she could sense that too. But uh, it's it's amazing when something like that happens, how the family just it can go one or two ways. It can either drive you apart, yes, or it can really draw you together. Mm-hmm. And in our case, it it really drew us together and goes on to this day. I mean, they're still doing things uh, for Virginia. They'll pick her up or take her somewhere. We go to the grandsons. Uh, one's playing baseball, uh, high school baseball, Tyler, and then one's four years old, Austin, and he plays soccer. And So we're still going to their games and, 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 and enjoying life, you know? Yes, and yeah. not taking things for granted that you yeah. might have otherwise, well, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, we got hit with a double whammy first, of course, the stroke, and then the pandemic. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, we've we have chosen to to live life. I mean, we're very careful. We're not reckless or anything. We wear our masks when when we should, and distance when we should. And but uh, but yeah, life's too short. I mean, we mm-hmm. we uh, we have bonded uh, as a family. That's it's been an amazing story. That's so great. Yeah. So uh, your listeners are going to want to know, what I know now, <laughs> is that you have a book coming out in September entitled Coach Em Up, it's, and it's the power of influence and encouragement. I love that. Yeah. And so uh, I would love you to um, share what in that, maybe even you know the top three things that as a coach right. were important for you to share with your team members, not only for how they lived, how they showed up on the field, but off the field. Right. And that's one of the things I so admire about you coaches, how you, there's no line separating those two. Character Mm -hmm. is character, right? Character is character, and it's the number one ingredient. And, you know, even people ask me, well, you you were a 30-year college football coach, and you recruited a lot of young men. And what was what was the number one thing that you that you looked at? And some would expect me to say, well, their athletic ability, their speed, their quickness, their this, their that. No, the answer is character. Yes. Because without character, I mean, you can have the the, the best athlete in the world, but without character, um, it, it it it's not going to work. Right. And, and so, character is is the thing that you look for. And and the other things that I always talk to the players about you know their their character obviously yeah, but the other thing was uh, how you r- respond to people that have helped you throughout your life you know there's a lot of people that have helped each one of us and uh, you know we need to remember those people they've been a tremendous influence on us they've they've been a tremendous encouragement to us and so never forget who helped you along the way. Mm. Yeah. So I tell great. the story. I've got so many stories, but something always triggers when I'm talking about a story. <laughs> when we first came to Boise, I, I shared this 
this uh, story uh, uh, tongue-in-cheek, but I said, you know, Virginia and I were, were uh, driving around Boise looking for a home, and we stopped at a gas station to get some gas, and the gas station attendant came out. He recognized me from the, the newspapers and the TV, and he said, Coach Hall, we're so pleased to have you here as our new head football coach. And I said, well, thank you very much. Then he looked over at Virginia. He said, Virginia? She looked at him and said, Bill? Virginia got out of the car, walked around. They hugged for a moment and started to chatter and talk and laugh. And then she came and got back in. Well, I, I was a little bit befuddled. You know, what's going on here? We've only mm -hmm. been in town three hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to her, I said, wow, who was that? She said, oh, that was old Bill, just an old boyfriend or something from way back. And, and I said, wow. My dander was up a little bit. I said, wow, you could have married Bill, the gas station guy. And she said, Skip, don't be silly. If I'd have married him, he'd be the coach and you'd be pumping gas. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the moral of that story is this. Never forget who has helped you along the way. Yes. Never that is so good. Yeah. yeah. And so that's that's where the influence and the encouragement comes from. Mm -hmm. And that's what the book is all about. I mean, it's my life story. It starts at the beginning and goes all the way through the coaching years and, and years after coaching when I was, you know, in business, uh, yeah, in the insurance and uh, financial services mm -hmm. industry. And, and then, of course, doing the radio show now. And But, yeah, people – are the key and never forget who's who's helped us along the way and you've seen people who have forgotten and not given people credit and right. they uh sometimes which we all have an issue with pride that's right. something you know pride goes before the fall and uh that is such a a true statement and it's so important for us to remember that and, and talking about what virginia has been through physically it's just the reminder that we don't take our next breath except God oh, ordain it. Right. And so w whenever we're tempted to think we're all that in a bag of chips, right. it's, it's a great reminder to say, I have nothing aside from my creator yeah. making that happen. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't like the word, the, the phrase self-made man or right. self-made no, woman, no. because that completely contradicts the reality that our creator is the one who's yeah. given it takes us God, all of it. It takes God out of it, and that's, that's not right. Yes, yeah. You've maybe heard this statement before, ego edging God out. Mm -hmm. I love that, that idea, uh, that definition of ego, really. Right. Um, so sometimes when you're successful, that can be maybe a challenge because everybody around you may be, uh, you know, I look at Hollywood people who are, you know, very well known and fame and fortune and all that, which obviously it doesn't bring happiness because they would all be really happy. But mm -hmm. some who are on their fifth marriage will tell you <laughs> that didn't <laughs> bring happiness. What have you done? Is there anything specific that you've done, which the thing you just told us is remembering all those who've right. helped you? Anything else specific that you've done to be to really stay in that place of humble and grateful? Yeah, yeah. Well, people are important and mm -hmm. and worthy of respect. So yeah. we talk a lot about respect mm -hmm. and and respecting everyone really, but especially those people that have helped us along the way. I want to touch before we go back to the book. 
and I have another story about, Good. <laughs> about the book. <laughs> we have plenty the, of time. The, the, title, <laughs> the title of the book, but um, our new coach, Andy Avalos, mm-hmm. football coach, uh, I've had a chance to spend time with him. In fact, I, I ran a coaching clinic about three years ago and had him come and speak. And and you talk about a, a humble guy mm. that really has got his act together. Christian, values are in place and respectful and i went after he he got done speaking i had a little gift for monetary gift for each coach and um he wouldn't take it Mm. he said you give this to to somebody that maybe could use it wow so that was my first uh impression of of coach evelos Mm -hmm. well then since he's come back now as a new head coach i was invited to practice here like a couple weeks ago Went over and visited with him and some of his staff and watched the practice and and I'm just really really impressed with the uh, enthusiasm and the attitude that there is present. Great. So I think Bronco fans are going to be in for a lot of good things ahead. Absolutely, my husband was so thrilled when they said who that yeah. he Andy was the new head coach. So Andy, you have so much support in this valley <laughs> and beyond. So we are Absolutely. so grateful. Absolutely, <laughs> but he's the right fit. Absolutely, you know the key is getting the right fit, mm-hmm. and, and he is he is certainly that. So because as you know, it's a culture. It is Broncos is a culture. Yeah, right. Yes, it is. And having somebody come in that hasn't been part of that culture in the past right. that was one of the things my husband who's he bleeds blue right. since he went to yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah, mark is yeah. mark is there come rain or shine yeah well andy was my choice from the get-go too and i just think it's such a such a great fit mm-hmm. obviously there's a lot of things that we can't control like injuries and mm-hmm. other things but i think as far as the the foundation we're, we've got the right guy and what and it circles back to what you were saying earlier. You need character. Character is the right. first thing, yep. because when there are injuries or setbacks of any kind, how are they going to show up? Right. When that happens, exactly. When life happens, how will they show up? Yeah. It's so. it's not so much what happens to us to us. It's how we respond, respond. to it. Yes. And I learned this from Tom Landry, the former coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Mm -hmm. years and years ago, probably, let's see, about 30, 40 years ago. He said to me, he said, Skip, how you handle a crisis is more important than the crisis itself. Yes. And that is so true, Mm -hmm. how we handle it, because we're all going to have things happen. Mm -hmm. But how we handle it is is really the key. Yes. And there's uh, Chinese characters that describe crisis, Mm -hmm. and one is danger and one is opportunity. Mm -hmm. And so you look at different things that have happened, you know, whether it's clear back to 9-11 or the virus, there is danger and there is opportunity in that. And we can see people rise up to meet that challenge. And we can also see people who just, they sit in the muck and the mire and they complain and they drain everybody around them. And that that does no zero good. In fact, no. it, it's so toxic that um, people will avoid being around that. Yep. So no that kidding. is the opposite of having that good character. No kidding, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, before we run out of time, I'll like to share the story of why I wrote this book. Good. And how it came to be. The title, Coach Em Up. So I had I'd left Boise State and was at the University of Missouri, and it was just there a couple of weeks. 
And a young man in his 30s came to my door, and he said, Coach Hall, can I have a word with you? I said, sure, come on in, sit down. And he began to tell me that, you know, I wouldn't recognize who he was, and I didn't. But he said, 10 years ago, you and I were together at the University of Washington. I was a walk-on player, and you were one of the coaches. And one day at practice, I was really messing up. I was stumbling and bumbling and fumbling, and the young coach that was working with me came over and started screaming at me, yelling at me, cursing at me, embarrassing me in front of my, my peers. And he said that I walked over, got between the two of them. He expected me to turn to him, and I turned to the young coach instead and said five words that changed this young man's whole perspective on life. Mm. And I said, I couldn't remember this, so I, I'm wondering, what are those five words? <laughs> <laughs> the five words were coach them up, not down. Coach them up, not down. What a novel idea. Lifting people up, encouraging people rather than beating them down. Mm. Well, he was a young pastor in a small Missouri town. He'd driven over an hour to come in and, and tell that story, tell me that story and to thank me. And I told that story to Chuck Swindoll a while later when we were on a cruise in the, in the Greek Isles. Chuck went back to his church and preached on that message. But you see, it's not just for athletics or football. It's true in the home. Right. It's true in the business world. We need to coach them up, coach people up, not down. Yeah. So that's where the coach them up came from. I love that so much. I've had You've shared that before with me, and I... The, the one of the things I love so much about it is um, some of us who didn't have that growing right. up we did if if you didn't have that in your home growing up uh, you don't you didn't have like a reference point for that you, but you know you wanted it and needed yeah. it and so being and so I just want to encourage listeners if you even if you didn't have it like I did not have that growing up you can learn that yep people can't you can't use it as an excuse to say well I've never I never learned that yeah, nobody ever yeah. did that for me it's yeah. like guess what you get to do that for That's other people right. you get to influence and encourage other people by yep. coaching them up That's and what's right. so great is that um, saying that uh, mother Teresa said she said if you say kind words, you'll hear kind echoes. Yep. So talk about when people will do that, the right thing that way, they will receive a natural benefit. Mm -hmm. No question about it. And uh, what comes around goes around. You've heard that statement before. And, and uh, how you treat people is, is probably the number one thing for any leader, mm -hmm. how you treat people. And if you treat them well, they're going to do the job. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Even in biz the business world, you know, um, uh, if you treat people well, they're going to respond. They're going to do what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. If you don't, then you're going get, to get the opposite probably. You're going to get a lot of problems and headaches and uh, talking behind your back. And I always used to tell our players, um, and, and in business too. I was a manager for, for over 20 years in business, and I would tell, us, tell the people, Stab me in the front, not in the back. Mm. In other words, if you've got something that you want to talk about, complain about, you come to me. I don't want to hear it behind my back or other, other people, too. Don't complain about them. You come to me. Stab me in the front. 
That's 100% scriptural, too, because it says <laughs> if your brother has ought against you yeah. or if you have ought against your brother, you go to them. Right. Because so often things can just be a simple misunderstanding. Right. And if we go directly to the source, yep. then we can take care of it. But when we start talking to other people about it, it just is like cancer that cancer. spreads yep. and it destroys relationships. It, it does. Uh, so that I love that. Yeah. Um, you know, under character, which this has a lot to do with, you know, in business as well, talk about trust yeah. and how important that is. Well, trust is, is another key factor, no question about it. You know, before people will, will believe in you, They've got to trust you. Yes. They've got to trust, you know, you as a person, the values that you stand for, you know, trying to be one thing to different, you know, to different people and something else to other people. And, you know, you got to have that element of trust so that people are going to respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It because it only takes once for right. someone to break that trust for then there to be questioning on anything yep. and everything in that relationship. Yeah, once trust, when that once that bond is broken, why it's questioning everything from yeah. that point on. Yeah. So yeah, build that trust. Trust is is a is a big word in every relationship. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. yep. That is so great. Well, Skip is Coach Skip. Is there anything else you want to say before <laughs> well, we're out of time? No, I. You know, you've done a great job, Joan, and sure, <laughs> I sure appreciate you and all that you do. And like I say, in a future show, we're going to turn the tables here, and I'm going to have a chance to. <laughs> to interview you and talk about some of the things that are important in yeah. your life. Um, but, no, I think we've covered a lot of ground today and just appreciate the, the listeners. And I want you, the listeners, to know also you can always go on podcast after this show airs. It airs on Saturday morning. Uh, but you can always go on up on podcast by going to 941thevoice.com slash game plan for life. 941thevoice.com slash game plan for life and all the podcasts so four years worth of them i can't believe it <laughs> but four years worth of them and joan is on several so you'll enjoy listening to some more of her so joan thank you thank you I really and appreciate i you. am so delighted i got to be your guest host today <laughs> and turn the mic on you oh god bless you joan god bless you as well game plan for life with skip hall is brought to you by the following sponsors christian brothers automotive Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino's, oh yes we did. Rocket Express Car Wash, it's a blast. Diamond Heating and Cooling. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. Aflac, Canyon County Habitat for Humanity. And Idaho Window Tinting. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.